Coming to you via the internet and your friends at PipesMagazine.com, it's the Pipes Magazine Radio Show. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Season's Greetings, Happy Kwanzaa, Merry Festus, Happy Holidays, Joyous Noel, oh dang it, Happy Everything. Now I invite you to sit back, relax, the smoking lamp is lit, here's your host, Brian Levine. Ho, ho, ho to the Pipes Magazine Radio Show. Hey, that rhymes. Uh, <laughs> sometimes irreverent, sometimes educational, but always entertaining weekly pipe-smoking broadcast. And I am your host, Brian Levine. In the United States, it is uh, Christmas Eve 2019. For the rest of you in the world, it's already Christmas Day, and uh, Santa Claus is out there flying around. And for my uh, Jewish brothers, we're in the second or third night of Hanukkah, so happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, and all that to all the uh, pipe smokers around the world. Uh, this week's show is going to be a little bit different, so uh, instead of having pipe parts and a guest, uh, we sat. I sat down with my Pipe Club members about a week ago and recorded some of their uh, Christmas stuff. So you get to hear uh, eight, eight different little uh, snippets of interviews. So no pipe parts, no guest, uh, just me talking and uh, chatting with my uh, with my fellow pipe smokers at our uh, local pipe club. Uh, and then we'll have some other special stuff, including if you listen into the commercials, there's going to be some special stuff in there, thanks to uh, Greg Selman. So we'll have that, all that. Um, also, uh, last year did the mashup show with Country Squire Radio. Well, this year, instead of doing one show for both podcasts, well, guess what? We're doing two separate shows, so on uh, Wednesday, I believe they released theirs, and you'll get to hear me, John, David, and Bo talk about uh, uh, Christmas past, present, and future pipe-related, uh, so do make sure and check out Country Squire Radio. Uh, that was a lot of fun to do, and it's always fun to hang out with those guys, Yeah, just always good to hear them and talk to them. Um, so all that coming up on uh, this week's episode of the Pipes Magazine radio show. And yes, you get uh, you get a double dose of me if you also listen to Country Squire Radio, which I don't know why you wouldn't. So there you go. All right. Hope you're all in the uh, holiday spirit. Hope you all get a chance to uh, sit down with your pipe and enjoy a pipe full of, uh, well, I wish there was Christmas cheer around, but uh, enjoy a pipe full of joy. And uh, hopefully this will give you some fun and uh, a little snippet into my pipe club. So everybody sit back, relax, fire up a bowl. Thank you all for tuning in. And here we go. This is Kevin Godby from PipesMagazine.com with some good news. Our favorite Dunhill tobaccos, early morning pipe and nightcap are two of my favorites, are now back under the Peterson brand name. These are not match blends where another maker tried to reverse engineer their blend to make something that's close to the original. These are the exact recipes and tobaccos being made in the same factory, STG in Denmark, where they've been making the Dunhill tobaccos for almost 10 years. They had about a year and a half, two year hiatus, and now they're back, still being made the same way, but now under the Peterson name. Check with your favorite retail tobacconist for early morning pipe, Nightcap, Royal Yacht, Mixture 965, Elizabethan Mixture, Deluxe Navy Rolls, Flake, Dark Flake, and Standard Mixture, now under the Peterson name. Yep, still good. 
And we are back on the Pipes Magazine radio show. So, all right, I took my little microphone that plugs directly into my iPhone and uh, a week ago Sunday sat down with my local pipe club guys and we all meet at a uh, at a JR Cigar. They don't sell any more pipes or pipe tobacco stuff there, but they've got a nice lounge area. So what you're about to hear, and I won't be interrupting in the middle and introducing everything. You're just going to hear the next... Uh, the, the the next eight people with a few little commercials in between and don't forget i got some fun stuff in the uh, fun holiday stuff in the commercials for you so uh sit back relax and listen in on my uh local pipe all club. right to start off just tell us your name and maybe a little bit about how you got into pipe smoking uh my name's bob blood um got into pipe smoking 1986 uh, my uh, friend of my father's was a pipe smoker, and I was actually a cigarette smoker at the time. And um, he kind of said, well, you, need, you need to try this. And so I tried it, gave up the cigarettes about a year after that, and kind of that's how I ended up smoking pipes. So how old would you have been in 86? Because uh, you would have been a young pipe smoker. I was in my 20s. I was born in 62. Yeah. So did you did you have somebody help you get into pipes or and learn how to smoke and you know, did you have somebody mentor you or did you try it the uh, hard way? It was really the hard way. He kind of sat with me the first time and he actually gave me a corn cob pipe at that point and said you need to go out and get you a, a real pipe. And so my first pipe was a uh, K Woody Drinkless 05 and uh, still have that pipe as a matter of fact and it smoked hot and wet and it still does and I still love it. <laughs> How big is your pipe collection grown now? Uh, probably north of 150 pipes or so. And do you do you rotate through all of them, or do you have your favorites, or is it just random? No, I have my favorites, and actually, I've always loved the uh, the look of Peterson pipes, and um, so most of my pipes are Peterson, older Peterson pipes. And uh, but the thing is, I seldom smoke them, and most of the pipes I smoke, I. Uh, daily basis are actually uh, these that I'm smoking now. It's a Basil Meadows uh, Merchant Service Bang replica pipe. All right, so let's start the, let, let's go to the beginning of the club because you're kind of the founder, co-ringleader, organizer. Uh, what got you in? I mean, why? Well, it was kind of funny. I was out on, uh, I think it was smokingpipes.com and I was asking, um, did any, anybody ever get together around Charlotte pipe clubs? And uh, somebody said, well, yeah, there was one that meets in Charlotte. And here's a contact email. And I emailed the guy and got no response. And they met, I can't remember the place that they met. It was sometime down in, someplace down in Charlotte. Was it a tinderbox or something like that? And I went down, and the guy just looked at me like, I never heard of these guys. <laughs> and uh, so uh, actually Jake, who's here today, um, uh, posted on the farm and said, well, you know, if you just want to get together, let's just get together. And I was like, all right. And so he and I and uh, Basil and Jim Brown were the first four that showed up. It was actually on Valentine's Day, on a Sunday <laughs> of Valentine's Day. How romantic. Yes, it was. Yeah. All right. So it's, as we're recording this, it's uh, 10 days before Christmas. Do you have any pipe smoking related Christmas traditions? Uh, yeah, I mean, um, since I'm the only smoker in our household, even at Christmas time, I usually find myself uh, out on the deck by myself. As things start to calm down, you know, we all get together and have a, a brunch and 
and every family is usually there. And my nephew come in from Seattle, and I'll usually just kind of drift off by myself. I usually try and uh, block out a couple hours to just sit and smoke a pipe. Um, nothing in particular. I'm usually smoking my what I smoke on a daily basis, kind of a boring smoker. I like to smoke the same thing. I usually smoke an old Joe Krantz. And um, if I'm drinking, it's probably going to be an old-fashioned. And just sit there and enjoy the day. Do you have a non-pipe smoking related Christmas tradition that, that you do? Uh, no, nothing in particular. I mean, I just enjoy the family. <clears throat> Only get to see my nephew, uh, him and his wife and children live out in Seattle. Um, was very close to my nephew when he was growing up, and so they always come out at Christmas time. That's probably my favorite part of Christmas is having him and his family at our house. All right, we'll do the fast five final questions. So here they are. Are you ready? Sure. What's your favorite pipe? Easy. Basil Meadows uh, Merchant Service Bing Replica. And your favorite tobacco is? Uh, old Joe Krantz. <laughs> favorite, uh, favorite drink? Um, I usually like, uh, uh, I'm a bourbon fan, so I'm usually drinking bourbon. Old Forester, I'd say Old Forester 100. When it's time to relax, do you prefer a book, a movie, or music? Oh, book, for sure. And then finally, do you have a favorite pipe smoking related memory? Um, I guess, uh, not, nothing in particular. I, you know, I kind of associate tobaccos with things that I'm doing at the time. So um, I have a lot of memories of, oh, I remember when we were here last time, I had bought a tin of, I don't know, Orlick Golden Slice. And so I, if I smoke some Orlick Golden Slice, it kind of brings me back to the first place I might have smoked that. It's kind of uh, weird putting those kind of first yeah, time no. I smoked at events, but that's, that's what comes to mind. But it makes perfect sense. Thanks for organizing the club and then allowing me to come in and crash it occasionally. Well, so. It's more like herding cats. But yeah. <laughs> and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, Brian. All right, just tell us your name and maybe when did you when did you get into pipe smoking? Well, you can call me Jake because my real name is a little bit complicated. Well, go ahead with the real name. Yeah, uh, That's very good. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's good enough. Yeah. So. So I met Bob online, and at our first meeting we had a four of us, so kind of a founding father of this little yeah. group over here. Where are you from originally? I'm originally from Finland. From Finland? So yeah, I've been here for almost eight years now. So did you start smoking a pipe back in Finland, or did you start oh, when you got I here? Oh, I did smoke there, but then I quit for three years. I get back, start smoking cigars. And I start thinking, well, well, why not? <laughs> I got back, back to a pipe smoking. Is there much of a pipe smoking community in Finland, or is it more cigarettes and... Uh, I wouldn't say no. I mean, the whole Europe and Finland is kind of anti-smoking. So there ain't, there ain't clubs like this. Nothing at all. But remember, the Finns are so strong, they actually kept the Russians from invading several times. Well, yeah, well... Our grandfather's way that strong. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. Uh, do you have a pipe smoking Christmas tradition? Not really. Just have my every more all day, every day, and that's about it. So. Yeah. so and do you do you smoke more than one or two bowls a day when you're at home? Uh, yeah. I would say if I'm up in the office, it's usually three, four bowls. But if I'm at home, way more. 
<laughs> but then again, my bowls are not full, so they are kind of a half bowl. Why just a half bowl? Well, I kind of feel like smoking every hour, every other hour. Okay. So, full bowl is too much. So I kind of put a half, half fill it and then trash it, whatever is left. So I kind of smoke like 10, 15 minutes and that's about it. And then I go away, drink some coffee work something and then I'm coming back in a couple of hours. So you kind of use it as a way to get out of, get off from behind the desk and get out and... Yeah, well I'm at home, but when I'm in the office I don't do that. Yeah. I don't do so a, I don't. Ment a mental break. Yeah, it's a mental break too. So. Uh, do you have any, maybe there's a, is there a Finnish Christmas tradition that you continue while you're here? Oh yeah, there's a lot of those. Well, tell us. Like, well, like a live tree. Yeah. My wife bought the library, so that's one thing. And then there's some special food casseroles that we do. Rutafeka casseroles, um, several other ones. That's kind of a finished thing. Yeah. I don't like them, most of them, <laughs> but my wife likes and she wants to do it, so we do it every year. As long as she's happy, yeah, you're yeah, happy. Yeah. 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 Uh, is there, uh, in all the, these years of smoking a pipe, how big has your pipe collection become now? Uh, that's a good question. I maybe have a 10, 15 pipes. I really don't have a collection. I just smoke a couple of them. <laughs> the ones that I like. So I you, just keep on using the same ones all day, every day. You don't have a collection. You have tools that you use. and enjoy. Well, I have 10, 10 probably. Or 15, but I just use two of them all the time. All right, we'll do the fast five final questions. No right. right answer, no wrong answer. Are you ready? Uh, okay. What is your favorite pipe? Uh, Heisenberg. That's one of his first ones. It's a beta. <laughs> so I can just trash it. I mean, I've been just so misusing that one that you can't <laughs> believe how much I've been misusing, but I'm still smoking it every day. What is your favorite tobacco? Every more mixture. And do you age it a little bit or do you? No, I just, it just kind of a, feels good to smoke. Yeah. So that's just every day, all day, every day, smoke, easy to do. What is your favorite drink? Beer, any, any kind of beer, any with kind? alcohol in it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> typical thin, I yeah, like beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. how it is. And if it's free beer, that's even better. Yeah, yeah of course. That's the best beer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when you when it's time to relax, do you prefer a book, a movie, or music? Um, I read books all the time. I mean, all the time. But I also play music. So you maybe have music on while you're reading a book? Not really. I mean, I'm just concentrating on that. But I'm just trying to play some guitar once in a while, and I'm teaching a couple of guys to play guitar. But hey, that's, that's something else. And then finally, do you have a favorite pipe smoking related memory? One of these gatherings. Yeah, maybe the first one. <laughs> Just the four of you. Yeah. On Valentine's but, Day. But yeah, yeah, but you know, you see how, how well we have done after that. Yeah. 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 It's a couple of years and we have done quite well. Jake, thank you very much. Hey, Merry thank Christmas. You. Merry Christmas to you. This is Internet Radio. Have a look in your tobacco cellar. What do you see? 
think of what you smoke, what you age, what you're drawn to in a blend that keeps you wanting more. That's your taste. And whether you know it or not, you've been leading that expedition since you first picked up a pipe just by smoking what you like and liking what you smoke. But the funny thing about taste, it changes and you need a wide selection to accommodate it. We at Smoking Pipes know this and you know it too. So whether you're searching for a tried and true favorite or a singular boutique mixture, we're here to help you navigate the voyage of your evolving tastes. But you're still at the helm. Smoking Pipes in faithful service of the hobby. Let that merry tune remind you to get him the big Christmas humidor of smooth, sure-fresh velvet pipe and cigarette tobacco. It's a double pleasure to any smoker when you give this generous humidor of velvet. It smokes cool and sweet in both pipe and cigarette. In every way, the gift for him is a Christmas humidor of velvet, America's smoothest smoke. Be sure to listen to Dragnet next week. You're tuned for the stars on NBC. Okay, you've been on the show before, but please tell us your name and when did you first smoke a pipe? Jim Brown, I first started, my first pipe was whenever I was about 14 years old. All right, tobacco pipe. That would be 13 years old. Okay, good. Jim, if you remember, is the maker of Heisenberg pipes and uh, has been on the show before, so we're not talking about anything from the past. Are we? Not absolutely not. No, because we probably talked about all that old stuff in the past there. But let me let me ask you this: Do you have any pipe smoking related Christmas traditions? I have one that I've recently developed uh, within the past five years or so. I've got the Tony Warner Church Warden that my wife absolutely loves. I smoke it for my first pipe Christmas morning after the stockings, after breakfast, before the presents. So that's it. So you do stockings, then breakfast. Then and, we settle down for presents. And then settle down for presents. Yeah. So, so that pipe is in between. And usually lasts into the Christmas present openings. Do you get a little pipe break during the presents, or do you? Usually, usually, Opening the presents, we drag out, not drag out, we, we enjoy a lot, so we'll stretch it out over several hours. We'll take an open three or four presents each, take a break, have a snack, eat some sausage rolls, have another Caesar, fix up another mixed drink, load up another bowl in the pipe, and go it again. <laughs> do you do one person opening a present at a time and go around the room? One person at a time. And, a, and make it last. It's a, it could be a whole day affair. For, it usually lasts about, between, depending on the crowd that we have over, it's usually four to six hours. And lunch is usually, our Christmas lunch, wife always does a real big Christmas meal with a stuffed turkey and everything like that. It's usually mid-afternoon. We try to time it so that it end, the presents end up about time to feed. <laughs> So that, that kind of rolled into the other question of a non-pipe smoking related question. Um, but you're also holding a pipe that interests me, and it's not so much the pipe itself, it's the way you got it, which I don't think a lot of people know of. So 
talk us through first of all the pipe we're not going to try to pronounce the name but it's it. I wish I could pronounce the guy's name because he, he, he it is a, one of my favorite pipes his, his name is George and it begins with a B um, and I can't pronounce it he's Hungarian um, I think his his pipe company is like JB Pipes it's in Bulgaria but he does a hell of a freehand pipe uh, this one is a squash tomato with a great, you know, with a great little boxwood accent ring and saddle stem. Um, Brian Orton of Orton Pipes started up a Carver's Exchange several years ago, and I was lucky enough to get George as my first exchange, and uh, I came out on the better end of the deal. <laughs> so, and is this something that, that that you Carvers do every year now, or are you? It, it went on for for three years. Um, I haven't heard of it this this year, but it it, um, it may be still going on. But I've been just so busy, I haven't had time to follow up with it to see if to sign up and participate this year. Yeah. Well, you also just got done with a big run of club pipes for what Briar Nation. Yeah. Did uh, did club pipes for Briar Nation and two forum groups. And, uh, you know, 120 pipes takes a lot of time between September and the end of November. And so. you're also working a full-time job and being a full-time husband and all that. Too. And tr right now I've got the club pipes finished, and now I'm trying to catch up on the commissions that I promised I would do just as soon as the club pipes were done. <laughs> so coming out on a Sunday before Christmas here and hanging out with us, this is kind of like a week-long vacation. This is a treat. and. Don't worry, don't worry, Bob. Don't worry, Troy. Don't worry, Jim. Your pipes are coming. They're going to be in the mail tomorrow if i got to be up till midnight to finish them. Santa Claus may have them all in the stockings by Christmas Eve. Maybe. Santa Claus will have them in the, in, under the tree, for sure. <laughs> so, and for, for a pipe maker, for a normal year, you might have a rush of Christmas because Santa's elves may need help making some pipes that people have promised for Christmas Day. Exactly, and it's 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 a lot of fun because I get to do a lot of the creative pipes. The guy, the ones I have going now, um, two of them are commemorative pipes that people wanted something very specific done for. But and the fun ones are also the ones that they say, "I got this much money, make me a pipe that you want that I will like." You know, <laughs> something you've never done before. Jim, real quick. The Fast Five final questions, no right answer, no wrong answer, all right? What's your favorite pipe? Uh, a little Tony Warner squash tomato. What's your favorite tobacco? Um, Orlick Golden Slice. And your favorite drink? Bourbon. Probably, I would have figured it would be moonshine made at home. Uh, when it's time to relax, do you prefer a book, a movie, or music? It depends on the pipe. <laughs> That's a chicken answer. Yep. And then finally, is your favorite pipe smoking related memory meeting me? Absolutely, sweetheart. Oh, thank you, dear. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Brian. Thank you. Our uh, next victim of our of my local pipe club is also one we've met. So, Basil Meadows, tell everybody your name. Basil Meadows. Hey, you got that answer right. <laughs> uh, Basil, just refresh us. How long have you been smoking a pipe? Uh, started smoking a pipe back in the seventies. I can't remember what year. <laughs> it must have been a good year, though. It, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have any pipe smoking related uh, Christmas tra traditions? 
Well, I don't know how much longer this is going to be able to be carried on as a tradition, but I'd love to fire me up a bowl of uh, McCraney's Red Ribbon. And my stock is dwindling. So hopefully uh, the Red Ribbon will outlast me. <laughs> uh, have you figured out exactly how many bowls you have left and how many Christmases you got left? If my calculations are correct, I should be good up through about 110 years old. You might make it. I might make it. Yeah. Now, is that so? Is that one bowl of red ribbon, or is it opening a can on Christmas Day and smoking the and, and just starting through the can? Uh, no, that's probably uh, two or three bowls through the day, and the can won't last but a couple of months. Once it's open, it's a sin not to smoke it. <laughs> Do you have any non-pipe smoking related Christmas traditions? Christmas ham. You got to have a Christmas ham for dinner. Now, do you do the salted or the sweet? I do the baked ham with the pineapples and the brown sugar and all of that good stuff. All right, I haven't eaten much today, and now I'm really hungry, so thank you. Yeah, you're thank welcome. You. You're yeah. very welcome. Yeah, all right. And, and we also talked to Jim about it, but uh, for you as a pipe maker, sometimes Christmas is a little hectic because the elves at the North Pole may need your help fulfilling orders in time for Christmas. So are you at a crunch time? Uh, right now I do have a few projects i got to finish up real quickly so yeah yeah and make sure it gets to the north pole in time for delivery on the to, night this show's going out you, you gotta so. load it up on the sleigh and get it out to the people <laughs> I, I sometimes wonder if maybe the elves make pipes themselves or do they just contract out to all you pipe makers i think they contract out they don't have time to smoke well and they probably like you a little more because your beard and your hair kind of looks like their boss so mm -hmm. Except, well, except you're not quite as thick as he is. No, but Mama's getting me to work on that quite a bit. <laughs> All right, we'll finish this up with a real quick fast five final questions. No right answer, no wrong answer. Are you ready? Yep. What is your favorite pipe? Probably my Heisenberg Poker. That rotten gym guy. That rotten gym guy. He ruined me. Yeah. What's your favorite tobacco? Um, Red Ribbon, undoubtedly. What is your favorite drink? Red Breast. Which one was that? Red Breast. Is that a uh, Scotch? That's an Irish whiskey. Okay. And when it's time to relax, do you prefer a book, a movie, or music? Yes. <laughs> it depends on the mood I'm in. A lot of times in the shop when I'm, I'm working, I'll have music on to help soothe the mind a little bit. Um, I enjoy a good movie every now and then, and I love a good book, so it's whatever I'm in the mood for. And then finally, uh, is your favorite pipe smoking related memory meeting me? Absolutely. Oh, good answer, good answer. <laughs> uh, let me guess, checks in the mail, right? Yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah, you better cash it quick too, I got a lot of those. <laughs> Basil, thanks for sitting down with me, Merry Christmas. Thank you, Brian. Merry Christmas to you and yours. 
And tell us your name and when did you start smoking a pipe? Uh, my name's Ryan. Um, I started smoking a pipe about two and a quarter years ago uh, after my uh, grandfather passed. So what was it his memory that brought you to the pipe? Or... Yeah, definitely. Um, I was the only grandchild old enough to remember him smoking. He quit sometime in the mid-90s, and he had actually given me uh, all of his pipes. I think sometime before he started getting, uh, he had Alzheimer's, so he started going downhill, but he had given me his pipes, and I held on to him because I was always interested in them, but it wasn't until he had actually uh, passed that I really got interested in it and uh, really started smoking them often. But you know, that, that that's actually you know, really beautiful of him to, as, the, uh, as one of the Danes told me one time, to pass on gifts with a warm hand instead of passing them on with a cold hand, and you got that moment where you got to remember him giving them to you. Oh, yeah. Um, did, when you started smoking them, did you have them cleaned up first, or did you start learning about them? And... Uh, the first thing I did is I went to a local shop here, um, Burners in Huntersville. I brought his pipe in, walked up to the counter, I'm like, is this in smokable condition and give me some tobacco and you know he took a look at it he's like well there's not a lot of cake built up it looks like it's ready to go I think he had actually uh, cleaned them before he put them up and he's like he pointed over at the uh, bulk tobaccos and he said one Q everyone loves one Q go get some one Q and I got some and I went home and smoked that day and almost like a fate thing I actually I had looked up how to pack and everything and um, I actually packed well and I smoked my first bowl with only like two relights and I didn't get any tongue bite or anything it's like magic wow, wow. <laughs> so, so that was yeah talk about a talk about a Christmas miracle yeah uh, so now besides your grandfather's pipes how many pipes do you have uh, counting cobs, I probably have uh, 30 or so. I, I collect more blends than pipes. I, I really like trying new blends, and I'll, I'll get a new blend every week or two, and I'll smoke a bowl or two, and then I'll put it in a jar and come back to it later. Yeah, I mean, you tend to show up sometimes to the pipe club meetings with more of a selection than a lot of tobacconists have. Yeah, I bring the heat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just sitting here looking, there's probably, what, 12, 14 over there right now piled up? Oh, yeah, that's only half of them. The rest are in the bag because we're at a smaller table than usual today. <laughs> now, does your taste in tobacco run through all the gambit of aromatic English Virginias? Yeah, I, I so far I like everything as long as it's a good, solid blend. And if it's an aromatic, if it's a vapor in English. I like a little bit of everything. Have you dedicated certain pipes to certain tobaccos or, or are you still kind of smoking out of everything? Yeah, actually I, I do smoke certain blends and certain pipes. I have some uh, Meerschaums that I really enjoy Englishes in. That's the only thing I smoke out of that type of pipe. I've got some cobs that are dedicated to your more potent aromatics. <laughs> um, I've got some uh, Meerschaums that I only smoke Virginias and Vapors out of. So you've, so you've refined your art a little bit. A little. 
All right, we will finish this up with the, uh, well, we're, we're two questions before the Fast Five. The first question is, do you have a pipe-smoking-related Christmas tradition? Well, I've only been smoking for two Christmases now, but uh, the last two Christmases, my, I actually got my dad into pipe smoking. It's a little bit of a reversal there. Um, but we usually, Christmas Day, or whatever day I make it up to my parents, we go um, we go out on the porch and have a pipe together. As long as it's not pouring rain. Um, we actually did. We had a little bit of uh, ice. We still went out. So bundled up and held the held the pipes firm to keep your hands warm oh yeah yeah do you have a uh, do you have a non-pipe related Christmas tradition well we have a few um, when it comes time to open gifts we always have a uh, eggnog first even when I was little uh, we'd have an eggnog now that um, now that I'm older we put a little bit of uh, bourbon in it and have eggnog before we open gifts. <laughs> <laughs> Loosen up the lips before the packages start opening. Yep. All right, we'll finish this up with the Fast Five final questions. No right answer, no wrong answer. Are you ready? Let's go. What is your favorite pipe? My favorite pipe is a Imp Meerschaum Cuddy that I have that's may or may not be dyed rose color. What is your favorite tobacco? Honestly, that sometimes changes a little bit. Right now, I'm really into um, Seattle Pipe Club Plum Pudding Special Reserve. And what is your favorite drink? Uh, whiskey, bourbon, or scotch. When it's time to relax, do you prefer a book, a movie, or music? Usually a book with music. Um, sometimes a video game with music. <laughs> That's not always relaxing, though. No, I find myself biting my lips. Um, and then finally, do you have a favorite pipe smoking related memory? Uh, I do, actually. It involves you, uh -oh. believe it or not. Oh, God. Um, it was actually, I think, the first year I was smoking, I it was one of my first trips to this pipe club, and I brought in my grandfather's pipes, and I had asked my grandmother what he used to smoke, and she had no idea. She actually... Um, she has dementia and she just she couldn't remember and I handed a pipe to you I, I can't remember why you'd asked to just take a look I think and you smelled it and you smiled and said that's uh, Prince Albert huh dang and I got a good so note so you like yeah kind of handed that little piece back to me yeah. Brian thank you very much Merry Christmas thank to you. you and your family Merry Christmas Brian thank you Being at the forefront of craft tobacco production for over 20 years, we've been involved in some rather interesting projects at Cornell and Deal. From the Cellar Series to the Small Batch Project, we're extremely proud of how far we've come. So moving forward, we wanted to take it back to basics, and that's what the Burley Flake Series is all about. Burley is an underrated varietal, but there is a ton of nuance there. Using various condimental tobaccos to accentuate different aspects of the air-cured leaf, each blend in this series is intended to showcase different individual subtleties inherent to Burley. It's a simple concept, one that I think really speaks to the essence of what we do at C&D, as a crew of folks who just love tobacco. It's also really good. Cornell & Deal's Burley Flakes series, wherever fine tobaccos are sold.
first off, tell us your name and tell us when did you start smoking a pipe? My name's Chad. I started smoking pipes somewhere around 16 years old. Um, started smoking cigars before that, mostly gas station like Jules Black Golds. Uh, a friend of mine, his dad, would buy them, stuff like that, and uh, got into it. At the age of 16, I looked like I was old enough anyways, so nobody really questioned me, especially in the town I grew up in. But I started smoking, I had a collection of pipes, because I just thought they were cool when I was younger. And one day I picked one up, went by my local cigar shop, picked up some just BCA. And just figured it out from there. And I've been mostly a cigar and pipe smoker for ever since then. You're not you're not exactly the oldest guy here in the room, are you? Thirty-four. Yeah. But I'm interested. So you you started liking pipes before you were even old enough to smoke, or any idea what it was? You just thought they looked cool and made you look smart, or something? To be honest with you, I, I'm convinced I was born in the wrong centuries. I would be more akin to sitting beside Churchill smoking a cigar with my mentality, especially at that age. Um, I was a you know, 16-year-old kid, and the first Cigar Aficionado magazine I picked up was the special edition in 2003 with Churchill's bust on it. I would be sitting in class like some free time reading Cigar Aficionado. <laughs> like on my way up here today, I was listening to Johnny Mercer Radio on Pandora. I mean, it, most kids at that age were into what Pokemon and uh, and some sort of sports. Or? I had that. I had that nerdy side too. Okay. I, I used to play Magic the Gathering, the card yep. game. But I've always enjoyed that uh, old Americana, you know, World War II era. Uh, only reason I ever started smoking Lucky Strike cigarettes because I was watching Band of Brothers that yeah. age. I was like, huh. What do these guys know that I don't? Obviously, they knew some good cigarettes. Yep. I know a lot of old tobacco people that if they were going to smoke a cigarette, they only smoke Lucky Strikes, and it does mean fine tobacco. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love going down to uh, down to McCraney's, the Park Road store, yeah. and I have an old tin sign of LMFTS, you know, Lucky yeah. Strikes mean fine tobacco. It's just yeah. fun to... But, you know... And also, it was a it was a factor of being separated from the group. Like everybody's like trying to smoke a Marlboro White. Hell, everybody else is drinking Bud Light and smoking Marlboro White. I'm smoking a Lucky Strike. Oh, what's that? It's a Lucky Strike. Yeah, and you were probably stealing cognac or brandy at that point. No, actually, uh, m my drinking habits are a little low-browed. <laughs> okay, good. All right, so you're somewhat normal. <laughs> yeah, you can say that. Yeah. So, so, how many pipes do you have now? Um, because I mean, you started off with a collection before you were legal. So. I probably got somewhere fifteen to twenty. Most I only stick with a few. Peterson's my pipe brand. I have a couple Petersons that I smoke continuously. I have one from uh, Jake Hacker. It's a Cobb. And if you're smoking just a regular Virginia-based blend. It is the best pipe. Um, most of them are, I have some like some cheap Chinese pure woods that are great smokers. And a lot of Calabrese stuff I started collecting because 
I go in, you know, a basket with a $20 pipe. I'm 14 years old. My dad's with me because I just enjoy that stuff. Yeah, I bought a pipe. I ain't going to smoke out of it yet. <laughs> but, you know, um, yeah, that's somewhere around 15 to 20 pipes. Not a big collection for somebody that's been doing as long as I have, but I use them. But I don't have like a, a, a desk queen that just sits there unsmoked because I think it's really cool. It, it gets smoked. Do you, so do you smoke a pipe every day or do you do pipes one day, cigars the next, or? When I was single, I would smoke a pipe or cigar anytime I could, especially when I own my own house, like springtime here in North Carolina. It's like 60 degrees outside, open the windows, sit in the living room, smoke a pipe, burn a cigar. But now I mostly just, it's weekends. I might smoke on a Friday night, Saturday and Sunday, and through the week, I don't really smoke that much. So it's good that it's just a special occasion or relaxation thing and just for fun. Yeah. All right. Any Christmas traditions around the pipe? I might buy a pipe for Christmas every once in a while, but uh, not really. Any family non-piper cigar-related Christmas traditions? Oh, yeah. Go to my grandmother's Christmas Eve. Christmas morning, wake up, just get, not even get out my PJs, you know. Now, is that Christmas Eve? Is that one of those dinners that there's not a that the that you can't finish it, and there's a ton of leftovers oh. going home with you, and sort of. It's like it's mostly potluck, and you know, most of the time there's always leftovers, but you're taking home what you brought anyway, so. <laughs> All right, we'll finish this up with the fast five. Final questions are real easy, just whatever comes to your mind. Uh, what is your favorite pipe? Probably my Jake Hacker. And what is your favorite tobacco? Still made or not made? Right, whatever. I'd say, of all time, the Craney's Red Ribbon. And what is your favorite drink? Bourbon. When it's time to relax, do you prefer a book, a movie, or music? I prefer my pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Finally, do you have a uh, pipe smoking related memory that, that's a favorite of yours? One of my favorite, it's not a pipe smoking memory. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure they still do it every year. It used to be at a charity event in South Carolina called the South Carolina Sit Down Herd. First time I ever went to it, it was around Columbia. First time I ever went to it, uh, Don or Perdomo was there, and a group of I was online of uh, cigar form. I was online. There was a bunch of them that lived around the Columbia area where it was happening at. So I met up with them, met a bunch of people face to face finally. Well, Mr. Perdomo was a little inebriated. <laughs> so when you walk to the event, you bought. You know, you got raffle tickets, and it was a big raffle for uh, Sister Care, which is a battered women's shelter down in South Carolina. And I was sitting outside with this crew, and the cigars they were handing out for the event were getting thrown in this big tubbleware bin. And everybody there was smoking, like, you know, their own sticks, and most of them were from the island that should not be named. 
but Mr. Domo came outside and he was walking around greeting everybody, you know. He looked at the bin, he's like, what's that? Oh, those are for the troops. And he looked around what everybody was smoking. And he kind of upset it. So he picked up the lighter off the table, light his cigar up, and he just kind of like slammed it back down. Broke the dude's lighter. <laughs> so it was a big joke with that crew later on. It's like you pick up a lighter on the table and just slam back down and go, I'm Nick Perdomo, bitch. <laughs> but it was all in good fun. It was a great event. That, that's probably the most memorable smoking related memory I'll have for the rest of my life. Thanks for sitting down with me. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Merry Christmas to you and yours. Alright, tell us your name and when did you start smoking a pipe? Alright, I'm Alan. And uh, I started, first pipe was uh, actually in the 80s. Um, Tobacco pipe? Yes, okay, thank you very okay, much. Okay. It was a Sassini that I still have, thank you very much. Okay, good. <laughs> I uh, just dabbled with it in college. Um, went back in the 90s and did it, dabbled a little more. Uh, kind of moved the cigars because I travel a lot and it's just easier to smoke a pipe, a cigar rather, while driving than a pipe. Uh, and I've just gotten back into pipes big time in the last three years because cigars, quite frankly, are just getting ridiculously expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I could buy a top shelf tin of pipe tobacco or a cigar. Yeah. So. Yeah. An ounce and a half of really good tobacco or one 45-minute cigar? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's why I've, I'm going back into the pipes. So. so how many pipes do you own now? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing probably close to 100. Um, I shop in the bargain basement as in uh, state pipes, uh, low-end stuff. I just buy pipes because they look fun, they look interesting. I've got tons of them that I've never smoked. Um, heck, there's one that's on delivery right now that's a French pipe that's just carved in the shape of some kind of weird sea creature or something. <laughs> I don't know. It was cheap and it looked fun. So, just so nothing fancy, no names that anybody would be impressed by. Just but you are more drawn to the appearance of the pipe and the and the stylings than you are per se the brand. Oh yeah, definitely, and, uh, and and I have to say, I mean, as many pipes as I've smoked, I've never had like one that I was like, this pipe just doesn't smoke. I mean, it's it's a combustion chamber and a draft hole. I mean, it's just not rocket science, and you know, I mean, I, I do kind of gravitate towards the French for style, uh, but for an everyday smoker, the Danes or the Italians, I mean, I've never, I have a friend who says that, you know, when it comes to pipes, cars, and guns, you can't beat the Italians. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know how to use the guns. Oh, that's, sorry, we won't talk about nah. that. Not on Christmas. Yeah. Um, but and and I've you know so I've I've kind of teased you mercilessly about having a a very wide, large, unknown collection, collection. of pipes. Uh, but at the end of the day, they make you happy. Yeah, I, I enjoy them, and uh, like I said, a lot of them I haven't even smoked. A lot of them I buy just. I've got an L.L. Bean pipe. Who would have ever thought that L.L. Bean ever would have sold a pipe? Of course, who would have thought they used to sell shotguns and hunting supplies and stuff? Yeah. So just a lot of things like that, you know. I mean, just 
do you have all your pipes out on display, or are they tucked in, tucked away in drawers, <laughs> or are they all over the place so all, that your well, wife really doesn't have any idea exactly how many you've got? It, it, a mixture of the above. I've got like a 18-pipe floor stand, you know, one of those old uh, Decatur yeah. ashtray things. That's full. I've got a 10-pipe that I actually have my daily smokers in, and then I've got another little rack with like my meerschaums that I smoke regularly, but yeah, then there's also the tote of stuff that I don't even know what's in there, so. <laughs> when did I buy this? <laughs> Is pipe smoking a daily thing for you? I wish it was. Um, I don't smoke in the house, and so in the summer, yeah, on the porch, uh, I'll enjoy a pipe, and uh, I've got a kind of a mud porch on the back that I'm trying to, kind of sort of see if I can turn it into an all-weather uh, smoking area. So uh, so not as often as I'd like. I mean, now, do you have any pipe smoking related Christmas traditions? I really don't. Um, just never, nobody else in the family does pipes. Uh, they're all cigarettes. <laughs> so I'm usually gagging from getting secondhand smoke from that, which sounds stupid from coming from a pipe and cigar smoker, but no. it's it, it's different. It's a different smoke. It, it is. So, uh, so no, no real pipe traditions. I mean, my wife has started, like, giving me gift cards or something or whatever for Christmas because it helps her think of something I might actually enjoy, you know. Enabling oh, your addiction. Well, buying just, pipes. I could be buying other things, you know, loose women or something, yeah. you know. I mean, you know. <laughs> look, look, honey, this is all the crack cocaine I never did. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so any Christmas traditions that don't revolve around smoking? Well, the only one I can think of is, is um, <laughs> we call it the Christmas of... Uh, of misfit toys. Um, uh, my wife, my mother-in-law, uh, several friends who you know are orphans. I mean, granted, they're 60 now, so it's not surprising. But just a, a lot of friends, we get together and, and have Christmas dinner and spend the day just chatting and kind of catching up with each other and everything. So it's just, it's just that's kind of developed into a tradition over the years. <laughs> All right, we will finish this up with the fast five final questions. Here they are. All right. What is your favorite pipe? Yeah. <laughs> right now, it's that, uh, it's some Polish, that thing that I could use as a weapon. I don't even know. I don't remember the guy, Grabowski or something. I don't know. But the thing's got the two-inch diameter bowl. Yeah. With, that's my favorite pipe right now because no matter how fast I smoke it and how hot I get it, I'll never know. <laughs> and, and what is your favorite tobacco? Um, right now I'm leaning towards, uh, I think it's Rainier Levant by Seattle Pipe Club. Yeah. And what is your favorite drink? Um, I like a, a good uh, scotch, but I... And you, and you I like a lot of Diet Coke. Well, yeah, okay, if you do Diet Coke, but... Uh, I was thinking alcoholic because it's yeah. the holidays, but um, I don't really have one in particular that I'm like 
accustomed to. I mean, just whatever. Yeah. Well, no, you and I have to bring we have to bring our own into the for the meetings now yeah. because of issues. But we'll get over that. Right. Um, when it's time to relax, do you prefer a book, a movie, or music? Usually, it depends on your definition of relaxing. Um, I, I like to drive a lot. I used to do it for work, but now I do it for pleasure. So I love just getting out in the car. And so, of course, I've always got music on or a book on tape. So that's why I was like kind of both of the above. <laughs> no DVD player with a movie player. No, no, no. I'm not, I've never been that big of a movie fan. Of course, to me, you know, nothing's come out. 20 or 30 years it's not just a remake of something I saw done better earlier so uh, so yeah I'll say books and music finally do you have a favorite pipe smoking related memory the only one I really have is, is my I guess it would have been my grandfather-in-law uh, he was a daily pipe smoker I mean and we're talking you know the rack full of stuff that beat all to hell because it's been smoked daily for 50 years and you know the five pound bags of Sir Walter Raleigh or whatever he got cheap at the drugstore but uh, I, I really admired the man and so that that would be my pipe smoking story is just thinking that maybe I'm kind of carrying on his tradition <laughs> being a curmudgeon and, and <laughs> smoking a pipe <laughs> a, a pre-curmudgeon okay <laughs> thanks for sitting down with me Merry Christmas to you and your family Merry Christmas to you <laughs> All right, so tell us your name and when did you start smoking a pipe? Uh, name is Marty Lemons. Uh, started smoking in 1975. And you're not exactly the youngest person here. <laughs> no, I'm uh, 63 this year. But uh, basically, my grandfather smoked. Uh, I have great memories of him sitting in a specific chair with a Audubon, which he played endless amounts of solitaire on and the whole time he was smoking a pipe and so luckily uh, I quit for after one year of smoking got married the kids got into play um, 30 years went by didn't smoke at all um, I happened to be near uh, lived one block away from McCraney uh, happened to be over to the restaurant across the street looked over there saw a pipe shop and went I got to go in there and went home and told my wife I said I'm going to start smoking a pipe again and she went no you're not and I went yeah I am <laughs> so I started out and uh, luckily I uh, made a few calls I found out from called my first cousin in Michigan I knew he was the only other pipe smoker in the family and I said do you know what happened to Papaw's pipes and he says no he said I have no idea so I talked to my older brother a couple weeks later, and I said, well, I called uh, called uh, Steve up Michigan. He said, he has no idea what happened to the pipes. He said, well, I've got them. He <laughs> said, I've got them in the basement. He said, that was the only thing I bought at the pipe, at the auction, the state auction. And he said, they've been sitting in the in my basement for 40 years. And I went, cool. And he said, well, I'll, just, I'll bring them to you next time I come to see you. So luckily, I got my all my grandfather's pipes. But uh, yeah, I started about 10 years ago back into it and been smoking pretty regularly ever since then. Now with your grandfather's pipes were they pretty much what we would expect just the utilitarian pipes and yeah, yeah it had a had one Savinelli Bulldog um, had a couple of uh, basket pipes in there two corn cob pipes 
there's about six or seven pipes total. But uh, and I got that and the smoking stand, you know, which I kind of remotely remembered sitting there, you know, right next to his chair. So it was like a great thing to see him 40 years later. Uh, so is uh, so how big is your pipe collection now? I uh, got a total of only about 15 pipes, and I kind of want to keep it at that. Uh, I see these amazing collections on the web. You guys have 100, you know, pipes lined up all along the other wall, but uh, I kind of, uh, when I got disabled, everything was downsized. Yeah. It got rid of a lot of stuff, so I've got to where I'm, I'm living in a condo, so I've got very limited space, so I've got a space up uh, in actually a little closet in my bedroom, which is my little ham radio shack, and I've got his grandfather's pipe sitting up there. So I've basically got one small section of shelf, maybe two foot long, and all 15 or so pipes. Yeah, and that's really all you need. Yeah. The rest are kind of decorations. So. Right, and I can't bring myself. I had a, one of the guys on one of the forums uh, uh, restored all of his pipes for me. So I can't bring myself to smoke those. I just I have them up there yeah. in perfect condition. Now, is pipe smoking something you do every day, or does it depend on the weather? Or? Depends on the weather. Um, I've got a one-car garage at the condos, which is my man cave. So I've got two other guys at the condo complex that are both cigar pipe smokers. So we usually meet there in the good weather uh, a couple times a week and have pipes and cigars. I've got a stereo down there, so we have a great time, and of course all of the women are walking their dogs back and forth and we have, we have a great time making conversation and you might get to see some uh, some pretty women walking by with their dogs oh, yeah. or some pretty dogs walking by with their women exactly yeah <laughs> but yeah it's, it's weather dependent um what got me um kind of smoking cigars was i ended up we have a greenway which goes from the condos down to birkdale shopping center and i rode my power chair down there and the end of the greenway is right in back of the cigar pipe shop. So I went in there and uh, met one of the guys, and so I started uh, with my pipe down there, and one of the guys looked over and he says, don't you smoke cigars? And I went, no, I've never smoked a cigar. And he went, well, here. <laughs> and so now I'm 50% cigars, 50% pipe now. <laughs> now, do you have a pipe smoking related Christmas tradition, or is it weather dependent? That's always been, weather dependent and usually around Christmas time I really don't have any specific things one one of the things that the other guys in the condo complex we we all met at a Christmas function and I saw one guy sitting out there with a cigar getting ready to go into the Christmas party and that's how I met him we just happened to sit at the table and met and struck up a conversation with another guy and uh, hit it off pretty well and, and I looked over and I said you know what the only thing that can make this any better is if you smoke a pipe and a cigar he says I do both of them so that's three <laughs> that's how we got together any family Christmas traditions non-smoking related anything you do every year uh, only just the past five six years now that we have grandchildren uh, we all are meeting at my daughter she has a very large house beautiful and uh, so it accommodates the whole family and, and my son-in-law's family so that's the highlight is seeing those little kids you know, with the glee on their face and opening up tons of presents you know you always I always look around and go that's way too many presents for any one child <laughs> but they do the same thing every year
Marty, we'll finish this up with the Fast Five final questions. Are you ready? Sure. What is your favorite pipe? My Aaron Beck freehand pipe, which I had a very weak moment and went to Briar Blues website, and it has marvelous pictures of all of the pipes. And this pipe is a great free hand, which when you grab it, all of your fingers fall into a groove. <laughs> and it, when I could tell by the looks of it, that it was like, this is a very unique, non-traditional pipe, and uh, had a swirled stem on it as well. And I looked at it, and I told my wife, I said, I know you're not going to be happy with this purchase, but that is the one pipe that I want to spend an insane amount of money for. But I can tell you, you'll have to get rid of it after I die, because I'm going to keep this the rest of my life. <laughs> and that's my favorite pipe. What is your favorite tobacco? Penzance. Oh, good luck. And what happened was, um, when I got back into pipe smoking, I thought I was going to be, I was going to call myself Aromatic Man uh, on the pipe farm. And after about five or six months of getting back into it, I got kind of bored with the aromatic, and so I went back to the pipe shop and said, I want something completely opposite of what I've been smoking. So rich and unique in flavor that it's going to, be my, it's going to get me away from aromatics. And he passed over a 10 of pendants, and I went home, and two or three puffs later, and I went, holy grail, I found it. <laughs> so now I am a dedicated Latakia smoker. That's the only thing I'm interested in. And it's great that I found that because now I don't have to worry about chasing other blends. All I have to concentrate on is Latakia blends. What is your favorite drink? Gin and tonic. Good for you. <laughs> uh, when it's time to relax, do you prefer a book, a movie, or music? Music. I've been a musician all my life, so uh, if it comes time or my wife passes away before I do, every TV, TV will be gone in my house. I only need stereos. <laughs> <laughs> I've got very, very large, six-foot-tall speakers, 24-inch oh, uh, diameter subwoofers. <laughs> I have to feel every note. And in a condo, your neighbors will love you. Yeah, I've always said, if the police don't show up, you simply don't have it turned up loud enough. <laughs> and finally, do you have a favorite pipe smoking related memory? Um, yeah, basically, um, I got my son into it. And the first time we were in, uh, in my garage and I started back and he came in, he had already been moved out for a couple of years and he came back and, and uh, so we had a little talk and I said, you know, you want to try it? And he said, well, yeah. So I had handed him a pipe and gave him some one cue, something I thought he'd be easy to adapt to. And uh, so we had a great first smoke there in the garage. So won't forget that one. Marty, thank you very much. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Okay, same here. Pleasure. There's nothing quite like working in my shop or smoking my genuine Missouri Meerschaum corncob pipe, an American legend since 1869. It's the coolest, smoothest pipe I've ever owned. Check them out at corncobpipe.com. A Savinelli pipe is a testament to a long legacy, fortified by well-worn hands and destined to be enjoyed for generations. For over 150 years, Savinelli has been dedicated to sourcing the world's finest briar, committed to pushing the boundaries of pipe design, and devoted to the tradition of Italian pipe making. Savinelli is more than a mark. They're a way to help you make your mark. 
and like you, there can only be one Savinelli. This Christmas, give the gift that makes every pipe smoker happy. A Christmas humidor of Mellow Granger. Granger is made just for pipes by the tried and true Wellman method. Rough cut to smoke mild and cool, and humidor packed to stay ever fresh. Yes, make this Christmas a Merry Christmas for all the pipe smokers on your list. Give them each a Christmas humidor of Mellow Granger. Listen to Dragnet next week, and be sure to hear Morton Downey tonight on NBC. This is Internet Radio. And we are back. I hope you enjoyed that. It's a good group of guys. We meet the uh, third Sunday of each month around 1 p.m. at the uh, JR Cigar, the Casa de Monte Cristo in Mooresville, North Carolina. If you want more information about the club or, uh, you know, if you just want to come and hang out with us, email me, brian at pipesmagazine.com. I'll help you out. All right, instead of music, because uh, I've got a special piece of music at the end of the show, so every year, you know, Christmas cards come, and this year I got one from uh, Mike and Mary McNeil, and on the cover of it is artwork done by Mary with a uh, West Highland uh, uh, terrier and uh, all, all jumbled up in uh, Christmas lights. But uh, Mike and Mary work with the uh, Westie, with the Oklahoma Westie Rescues, and that's where they got their dog, and Mary volunteers with them. And this year she did a, a Christmas card just for them with some of her art, which we've posted on the Pipes Magazine radio show page. So go to PipesMagazine.com and you can see it there. And inside of it is a poem written by Mary with assistance by Mike, and with their permission, I'll read a... Uh, Holiday poem that has uh, nothing to do with pipe smoking except made by two people who made a lot of pipe tobacco for us over the years. And it's called Another Christmas Story. We had one more week to get ready for Christmas. Boxes of ornaments were strewn everywhere. We had pulled them all from the attic and closets to dress up our perfect tree chosen with care. We spent that night dreaming of holiday sweets and presents so fine but there was one among us, quiet and sneaky, creeping outside, dragging something behind. A creak of the door was the noise that roused me. I rushed to my window, and what did I see? Santa's little helper was out the door struggling with a length of lights that was meant for our tree. He stumbled toward a grand snow-dappled pine. As I watched him, his plan became clear to me. It was to light up the night close to our house so Santa could find us, could be able to see. I slid into my coat and dashed to catch Santa's helper. I praised him for his efforts as I brought him inside. The next day we strung lights both in-house and out, and Santa did find us Christmas Eve on his ride. I tried to stay at my window to see Santa coming. Santa's little helper watched with me a while. Our tree lights sparkled on snow in the moonlight, and I dreamed Santa saw us and smiled. So there you go. A little holiday poem uh, created by Mike, uh, by Mary McNeil with assistance by Mike. And uh, if you have any comments or questions, email me, brian at pipesmagazine.com. Post them on the Pipes Magazine radio show page. We'll get caught up on the mailbag next week, I promise. No sense. Yeah, let's not do that this week and... Uh, We'll just focus on the holiday. 
but in just a moment, a uh, holiday message. This is Phil Morgan, General Manager of Missouri Meerschaum Corncob Pipes in Washington, Missouri. Our mission since 1869 has been to produce great smoking pipes that anyone can afford. We guarantee our pipes won't be your most expensive, but they just might be the ones you smoke the most. At Missouri Meerschaum Company, we don't just sell our corncob pipes. We grow them, make them, and smoke them. Missouri Meerschaum, Washington, Missouri, since 1869. Instead of a rant or a rave at this time of the show, I just want to make sure that I get a chance to express to you how important you are as part of my uh, pipe smoking family and how much of a pleasure it is to be part of your family and to uh, connect with you on whether it be through this podcast or at pipe shows or on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, you know, on behalf of Kevin Godby, we truly are grateful for you allowing us to come into your lives. Uh, want to make sure that, you know, most of you might be listening to this on the 26th or 27th, and hopefully you're uh, sitting down with a favorite new pipe that you got for Christmas or some new tobacco, or you're just pulling out your favorite, your old favorite pipe and your favorite tobacco and sitting down and relaxing after the uh after the rush of the holiday season is over, maybe you've got family over, friends over, uh, whatever it is, thank you for uh, letting us in on that celebration. Uh, instead of the normal rant or rave and the normal music, got a special piece of music. So before we go, uh, thank you to Greg Selman for sending those commercials along. Thank you to the aromatic farts of uh, the aromatic pipe farts of North Carolina for allowing me to, to, to interview you guys and to be part of your club. And to you listeners, thank you all for letting me be part of your family. So Merry Christmas and until next time.